Yo, welcome back. It's a three-month hiatus of two G's in the pod. I have a special guest, our first ever female special guest on one G in a pod. And um, shots fired. Yeah, I should probably just get those sound effects in. I don't want to hear myself making gun sounds. Her name is Helena, ladies and gentlemen. Round, big round of applause for Helena. Welcome to One G in a Pod. Thank you, One G. <laughs> I'm actually really glad to have you. We've we've talked about this show several times before. We've even talked about. There's a lot going on right now, but there was one specific topic that came to light recently, and it's something that a lot of people can relate to because. I'm going to assume that the majority of our listeners have been in a relationship. Have you ever been in a relationship, Helena? Um, you know, once or twice. I've <laughs> been around the block. Is that a, you sure that's the right, right way to call it? Been around the block? Yeah, yeah. You can, you can make of that what you will, but I've been around the block. So yes, been in a few relationships. All right. So if you haven't guessed by now, based on what we just said, we're going to do a little bit of a deep dive in relationship talk. What I wanted to know is why do we want to talk about relationships? To start it off, like I actually want to know, is there something that you want to get off your chest? No. Um, so long time listener, first time potter. Shit. <laughs> so I don't know why I decided to go that route. I think it's just an easy topic for us to talk about because it's something that we talk about just during our normal conversation so why not transcribe it um true and, true, and, true and have true. everyone listen you know i agree with that it does come quite often in our off-air conversations and you are currently in a relationship correct yes okay and uh how long has that been now um so we met in 2018 it wasn't clear cut at the beginning, you know, you, you know, ladies who are listening out there and even fellas who've been in situationships where at the beginning, nothing is clear cut. You're just kind of doing your own thing. You're having fun, but you never really had that conversation of like, OK, so what are we? Where is this going? So I feel like in the first year that we were together, like, you know, we did relationshipy stuff, but we never officially said like okay like you're my boyfriend i'm your girlfriend so i i guess we had that conversation probably about a year ago actually we made our anniversary um august 24 so kobe bryant day oh shoot he's a huge kobe bryant fan and i'm uh i'm a basketball fan so just to make it simpler because again we we've we've known each other for two years but we've never had a date or anything specific so last year we kind of had a breakthrough in our relationship where we we're just like okay so let's make it official and we just said okay let's pick a random date where we should have our anniversary and um that was proposed on the table and i had no qualms with it so it's 824. so 824 because it was his preference well not just his preference so i technically met him february of 2018 um, and then I moved in his neighborhood, like in his area around March 2018. And then we had conversations like, when did you, it was, it sounds kind of corny, but mm -hmm. you know, I, I think, I think we asked each other the question. So when did you like 
know you were in love with me. And we were talking about like, oh, like summer of the year I met you. So we were like end of summer, early summer. And I think we both said like around the same time, I, I think I told him like, yeah, probably more like mid to late summer. And he also said, yeah, I probably figured out that I loved you too more to late summer. So there's a lot of factors there. So late summer, basketball fans, he's a huge Kobe fan. So we just decided 824 because we will never forget it. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a very uh, memorable date. So end of summer slash August 24th would be like your declaration for your love for, for each other. Right. Basically. So even though we've known each other for two years... Like in March and February of 2018, sorry to cut you, but at that time, it wasn't like, yo, I love you. Let's be together. Will you be my girlfriend? Will you be my boyfriend? It was when you both started to click and started to like actually know each other and fréquenter, like frequenting each other. Or, or Frequenter. You know what? I'm going to cut that out too. Uh, courting? Can we say courting? Sure. But what does fréquenter mean? It's, it's, a, it's a stupid French word. Fréquenter is when you're seeing someone slash dating, I guess. Ooh, so not in a relationship. Yeah, you're not officially there, yeah. But just dating. You're, you're, you're seeing someone. Yeah. Ah, ah, so, so I'm teaching, like... I'm teaching my friend Helena French live while we're potting. Can you believe that? That's amazing. One Gina pod. <laughs> One Gina pod. I don't even think I ever taught George, the other George, a single... Like not even a one word of French with the two years that we've been potting or a year and a half, right? Yo, listen, I think you need to stop with the one G and a pod thing. It could be a sore spot. What does that mean? Well, I mean it's it's called two G's in a pod. Yeah, okay, okay. You see you see, this is this is how friendships turn into like everybody against George type shit. Like cause when George is gonna hear this and he hears that specific part. What you just said right there, it's going to be Helena and George versus George. No, I'm and, not and, against anybody. And I love it because it's always me against the world, you know, Tupac, all day. Oh, God. R.I.P. You know what I'm saying? All eyes on me. Well, rather all ears on me right now. Relationships. So August 24th. See, this is news to me. I did not know that until right now. So now, but like what's going to be more important though? Is it... Is it is Kobe more important than the... <laughs> no, I think because again, we don't... From what I remember, there aren't like real milestones in our relationship or not that kind of relationship mm -hmm, where I, mm -hmm. I, I've known people from like, you know, my friends in the past who've um, celebrated like months. Right. So A like, for, right. So, for example, like if they started dating June 13th, they'll sell exactly yeah. until, you know, uh, they, they do the culmination and they do a one year has anyone ever done a, a week's anniversary? Um, Do you know anyone who's ever done I that? I feel like that's a high school thing, but you know, um, sometimes when what you're grade? when you're like super in love and you got that puppy love going on, then yeah, totally people do weeks three. So you're currently in a relationship. You said you've been around the block, whatever that means. It just means I've been in relationships. Yeah, yes, yes, one or two of them, maybe right. maybe more. Like you've right. frequented. People that never led into a real relationship, right? So if we're going to be, what's the word, official? Yeah. I've only had two boyfriends, but a lot of situationships. Between those guys, like those specific Absolutely. guys. Absolutely. Yeah. So the reason why I've only had, well, except for my current boyfriend now, so I guess I've had three. Mm -hmm. But before my current boyfriend, the man I'm seeing right now, I've only had conversations with two other guys in my past where we've actually said, okay, so I'm your girlfriend, you're my boyfriend. 
Whereas everything else was just kind of like an unspoken rule, but then it's not, if it's <laughs> unspoken, it, it leaves things yeah. up in the air and there's no real clarity. So why is that a common thing? Rather, is it a common thing? The whole unspoken, like unsure, the unsurety, if that's even the word to describe people who get involved with each other and no one actually if makes anything ever official if it is a common thing, why does that happen? Like, are, are people worried about something? Are they insecure about something? Are they scared? I mean, I think there's, there's a lot of factors into it. First of all, our generation just doesn't like to commit. Um, I think just growing up, we've had so many options, whether it's like, you know, having a lot of toys, having lots of different kinds of food. I mean, dating websites have always been kind of a thing, you know, obviously starting with like, you know, things like Match.com and all of these like paid sites from back in the day, which um, spurred, you know, free sites like uh, Plenty of Fish and that other one that I don't remember right now, but I've definitely been on it. Mm -hmm. So I was probably, you know, I was using those sites like 2010 eras right Holy shit. um and then and then obviously with the rise of things like tinder and bumble there's just so many options for people to just you don't have to commit right you can literally swipe right on you know an unlimited number of people um and it's you know for us as as a generation as millennials we're all about instant gratification um, and it's just about like, okay, um, you know, this is cool for now. Like, for example, let's say you're talking to a shorty and everything is going well, um, but then you get another match and then you strike another conversation with that other shorty and that goes well too. And it's like, well, why can't I do that for a third time, a fourth time, a fifth time? Um, and with girls, obviously they have more options. Um, just, you know, the ratios just work out that way. Um, dudes beyond on dating sites more than girls are right. um and yeah i think i, I think it, it, it is common because again we have so much selection and we don't want to commit so but we still get into these situations where okay you hang out and you do everything the couples do but you never had that real conversation so if someone steps out of that relationship who was the other person to say oh they're cheating on me when you've never had that full agreement that you guys are really together mm -hmm. okay in a way I, I get what you're saying but i just find it funny that you made that comparison like oh we have so many food options which is true toy options but that's just because we're spoiled little brats first world problems it really is actually that is probably the best way to put it we live in a very well-developed country continent rather even and we take all that shit for granted. Like we, we take humans for granted. We take like, oh, swipe, 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 swipe. It's, a, it's such a bad habit. And I think it's just because it, it comes down to the fact that people's brains are just so like melted that they don't even, it's like, it's like, I don't know how to explain it. They look at their apps and they're like just so zoned out that they don't even know what they're actually doing. Yeah. They don't even realize that they're just sweeping or swiping on other humans who probably don't even look at it the same way you're looking at it, right? Because I go on it, I've seen them, I see girls who write entire like Wikipedia length like bios on there, their whole life story, I don't know who the hell you are, but I know you now just because I read your thing. And then there's dudes who don't even read that stuff because all they look at is the physical, right? Exactly. And then, and then you got people, so you got those girls, right, who really take it seriously. It's like their resume, but for dating. And then you got guys 
rather you got girls who don't put anything on there because they look at it as uh, oh I'm only doing this out of boredom. Uh, Hookups. Yeah, just throw see what my options are out there. You see keyword options, right? And then you got the ones who care a lot about it, and then you got the ones who are unsure. Mm-hmm. It's either yes or a no. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Well, now now you're you're good. You have a you have a nice healthy relationship, mm-hmm. and you're you're happy and all that. But right now we're just gonna do a little rewind in your life, okay? <laughs> the boyfriend doesn't exist. This oh, is at gosh. a time. Okay. Let's just go back to a time when you you didn't even have a boyfriend. Like when you started those apps. Mm-hmm. Like, did you already have a boyfriend before, prior to that, when you first experienced, you got your first taste of dating apps, like the free ones? Yeah, so I had a boyfriend prior to those Like before, apps. like the text, like the cell phone yeah. era and all that? Yeah, so I met my first boyfriend. We were together for six years. It was like my high school boyfriend, but we didn't go to the same high school. So we... So how does that work? So we met through like a mutual friend. So I lived in the West End of Ottawa and he lived in the East End of Ottawa. Mm-hmm. But like we just met through mutual friends. But um, he, was, he was two years older than me. Started dating when I was 14. So he was 16. Oh, God. Yeah. So Feds, don't, don't, don't cut us off, man, please. <laughs> yeah. So we dated for six years. So yes, I had a boyfriend prior to the whole dating okay. app. So... That happened. Okay, got it. Perfect. So then, six years later, you're mm-hmm. done. Not Donna's. that, not that like you wanted to be done, but we're just going with the timeline here. It right? ran its course. It ran its course. So now six years go by. You are now single. Is that when you you discovered like the apps and you started going on them, or did you take a little bit of time to kind of like heal from the whole? Because yo, six years is not like six weeks. You know what I mean, or six months. We're talking six years here. Some some girls might actually have a heartbreak even after two years or one year of dating someone, and it takes them a while for them to like you know heal the healing process. How long did that take after the six years? Um, I, I just want to say I want to preface it by saying that I probably got on dating sites before I was over the relationship. You so you know, got on there before you weren't even done healing yet and you still hopped on the dating apps. Yeah, because I think it was as a, a distraction, maybe a distraction or perhaps it was a way I thought that I can get over the relationship. Right. Because I know that it sounds really sleazy, but everybody has heard of that saying, you know, way to get over a guy is to get under one. Right. But that wasn't my MO. <laughs> but, but that, yeah. Oh, come on. Everyone has heard that. But that wasn't my I have MO. now. <laughs> Specifically, um, I was with someone for six years um, and, you know, it was teenage love. It was my first love. It was a deep love. Um, But I, you know, I was was still young. I was 20. So I wanted to know what else was out there. And Mm -hmm. yeah, like it just seemed like a fun thing to do. I remember when I when I got on um, like Plenty of Fish, like way back in the day i remember going on like seven straight dates with like different people and we we did like seven different cuisines for those seven straight dates so i had like mexican chinese the next day then i had japanese and then i don't remember the other ones but it was really it was was a cool experience i love i don't know what it is like i'm someone who thrives on first dates i love first dates i love i love but not everybody likes it i have i have friends who hate that first date nerve-wracking it's yeah it could be like that yeah right but i feel like i feel like it's a because i like interviews for some reason like i feel like i kill in job interviews um and i feel like a first date is literally like an interview you you put your first or best step forward right your no your best foot forward rather Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I feel like it's like tit for tat. I'm doing the same thing. The person that you're dating is doing the same thing. And it's like a nice vibe. Um, and then I guess at the end of it, you find out whether you have enough in common with that person to, 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 to warrant a second date or not. When you did that seven, seven day streak, was that like in a span of seven days, one guy a day? type thing or no, it wasn't, Monday to Sunday? <laughs> it wasn't seven straight days. It was probably like a few days in between. That's still really it, Yeah, it was crazy. crazy. It was crazy. It was How crazy. the hell do you pull this off? Only your, your women. Bro, like I consider myself extremely lucky if I was able to pull that off. Listen. Because I, I wasn't heavy like that on Plenty of Fish though. But. but we were talking about options, right? Yes, yes. So can you imagine now, again, plenty of that was just Plenty of Fish where you had to write full-on bios and things like that and you had to message folks back and forth but now it's literally oh i can get on tinder hinge bumble whatever the case may be i can swipe right and i can just send someone a message and say hey want to meet up it's so simple it's so easy so like i'm sure someone can do seven straight days dates not well maybe not due to coronavirus but prior to that someone could easily go monday to sunday seven straight dates yeah yeah, when you put it that way, uh, it does seem easier. Uh, but let's just go back to what you said, though. Like, hey, let's meet up. I, I doubt that's the first thing you're going to tell somebody, man, without getting, like, uh, unmatched. It depends. It depends. Like, that's not how I would do it. But I've had friends um, who, you know, they do a little bit of a small talk. Like, for example, I have a friend. She's married now. But when she was on those dating dating sites, she would do small talk, but then she would want to meet that person as soon as possible because she didn't want to waste time. So they do a little small talk. And then, you know, if if the guy didn't um, bring it up first, then she would say, hey, do you want to meet up for coffee so that she can put not just a, a, a name to the face, even though she knows what mm -hmm. the person looks like, but just to get that vibe. You know how funny it is that you mentioned that last year. I had matched with someone and the girl wanted to meet like the same day as well. Like, let's go for drinks. Did that freak you out? It didn't freak me out, but I, I was a little annoyed because I had other plans and I chose the other plans over meeting like a female. Like I, like, I went to go play ball with my boys. Hey, 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 bros before hoes. Sure. Sure. I, you said it, not me. So if Okay, you... so, so, so let me ask you this question. Are you still friends with those bros? I mean, shit, I have a podcast with one with them. Right. And do you still talk to this girl? Hell no. Exactly. No, but check this out. And it's funny that you even say bros before hoes because I went to go to my original plan of playing basketball that day. And when I went there, I told them what happened. And they're like, why didn't you just go with her? What are you doing here, bro? Get out of here. Yeah, go get yourself. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, go do your thing. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you telling me this now? See, I put you motherfuckers first over this, right. this girl right here. Not saying that this girl could have been like wifey or whatever, but who knows what that could have led to. Just to show you that it, it, it does happen. It's really rare. But when it happens to me, I get skeptical because norm, like this is going to sound so rough, but normal girls don't do that. Why? A non-normal normal girl who doesn't have a little bit of crazy in her. Why? Because... Like, why do you do that? Because like, historically, it just doesn't happen with me. Because okay? you want to meet. Listen, people are on these apps like if if. OK, so every person's intent or intention rather on these apps are always different. Like you said, some people just use it for boredom. 
right? Some people use it for hookups. Some people use it seriously. So for those who take it seriously, right, they swipe right for a reason. They like what they see visually. Maybe they also liked your bio. So why do they need to beat around the bush and do all that small talk if they've already decided, like, okay, I swiped right on this person. He seems mad cool. Mm -hmm. Let's just get to it. Yeah, I don't think I'm the expert at that. Uh, I have my experiences with it. Uh, some good, some were shit. Uh, I think we more, all have. More, more shit than good, though. <laughs> like, the percentages, it's really not that well balanced. Mm. Well, you know what I want to hear? I want to hear about the best date you ever had. You know what? I'm, I'm always better with the negatives. Maybe I should just tell you the worst okay, date Okay, how about this? Okay, so... Okay, do we want to start with the good or do we want to start with the bad? Because I can... If you're going to if you're gonna share your worst date ever, I can share my best date ever. So yeah, do, we, do yeah. we want to start with the good or do we want to start... Uh, no, I, I, I usually I like to end things on a positive note. So maybe I could start with the bad. Go ahead. Well, I, I actually had a day with a girl that didn't come from online apps. It came from meeting her at a wedding. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was getting pressured by, you know, relatives saying like, yo, what are you doing? Go, go sit with her at the table. And was go she Lebanese? Yeah. Because <laughs> this one was very uh, formal. I felt like it was too formal. I felt like it was very interviewee. You mentioned interviews. And you love that shit. Well, I don't. Mm. Because this one felt very non-organic. Okay. Because I, we exchanged numbers and... I, Mr. Let me spend all of my checking account on your bitch ass at the restaurant, which cost me an arm and a leg, decided to choose the keg Ooh. As, as, the, as the location for my first date. And delicious. last. And last. <laughs> yes, it was delicious. The food, I'll give you, the, I'll give him that. But dating wise, it didn't go so well. Not that like it was a disaster. It's just that I felt very uncomfortable the whole time because... This was at a time when I was unemployed, okay? Okay. She wasn't. A lot of her questions were work-related. Like what? What do you do? What are you doing with your life? <laughs> like, and your responses were? Nothing. <laughs> That's a horrible answer. I didn't want to lie. Right. But you know what you can say when you're unemployed? Oh, I'm just in between some things, you know, working on myself, discovering what I'm interested in. But that's that's like a generic unemployed, like trying to hide your unemployed status reply, because then that's going to lead to what does that mean? Then you elaborate. I just finished. I just I just graduated, you know, um, so I've applied to certain positions. I don't know. Obviously, everyone's explanation will differ. I think lying is the, the best thing to do in these cases. And it's not even lying, lying. It's just, you know, it's a white lie. Because you can be unemployed temporarily because you got laid off. And maybe, like, a lot of people right now are getting laid off. Facts. The fuck? Maybe there was a coronavirus that happened that time, too. Facts. But there wasn't. <laughs> but there wasn't. Maybe there was a local thing that was happening at the time. But anyhow... She asked me a lot of questions that I was just uncomfortable. Like the conversations weren't really going towards like what I was interested in. It was very like, generic bullshit, mm. you know, like the only thing that she said that I was interested in is that she liked J. Cole. Hey. And because J. Cole, um, I'll tell you right now, I have all his albums. Yeah, sure. It's all good. But. It's not like I can try to carry a whole ass date off of a J. Cole. Like, what do I you definitely can. Really? So like, so we're just going to like do a deep dive on all of his albums and what are his best verses, his best beats? Listen, so, so this is why I like first dates, right? Because 
like, yes, these generic questions um, on first dates, I think they're typical. It's good to know, right? Because you want to know the person um, ultimately sitting across from you. But then you just try to find that common ground. So mm. when it for you guys, like for me, okay, so this is how I would have spun it, right? So <laughs> like like if, if, if I was if I were you in that situation and you know I got tired and bored of the generic first date questions, and then all of a sudden you heard, Oh, she's a J. Cole fan. What's your favorite J. Cole mixtape? Right? Start from there, you know? How has he progressed from, you know, young Simba days to you know, um, do, uh, releasing his first album and trying to go like pop, and now he's all about like activism, da da da. Like, there's so many things that you could have covered in like a two hour date just talking about J. Cole. Yeah, but I think her level of fandomness isn't as isn't up to par with yours. Like, you, it's like talking about the Boston Celtics or the NBA, let's say, or because the thing with the thing is, you don't always land on girls that will have your level of interest in j cole right like it's just like very surface level but did you ever ask her her level of interest in j cole no I, I can't remember i actually can't remember but i'm leaning more towards no than yes okay because because uh, otherwise if if it was a yes then i would remember that we had a whole ass convo about j cole and <laughs> which you didn't who that who that you know hey but uh the best part about that date though mm. was when it ended Wow, it was that bad? Like it was a dry ass date? Yeah, it was extremely dry and uh, it felt really forced. And usually whenever I, I go on a date with a girl and I'm feeling her, in my eyes, from my eyes only, it's bad. Get right. it, J. Cole? Yes. It was bad. It was bad. But like I've never been on a date where it was bad to the point where it's like she showed signs of her being a psychopath. Or like she ran away from me or like police was involved or like there was a physical altercation or she fell asleep in the middle of the date or she went to the bathroom and she never, you know, she never came back. Classic. Or me doing that. Like I, I've never experienced that. I haven't. My bad is it just was it was dry. It was dry. Feel you. I feel you. Yeah. The other bad date was it was more of, on a financial level because... I just paid for the whole thing, and what I paid was more than what I expected to pay. Was it more than the keg? Oh, the keg is like it was like McDonald's money. Really? Com compared to that. Where did you go? Can you at least drop the restaurant's name? No, because they don't deserve free promotion right now. <laughs> because even if it's non-date worthy, like you're just going there to eat with friends, it's still a lot of fucking money. If you went there with a group of friends and everybody pays their own bill, even then it's still I still find it a lot. Like if you're gonna charge me that much, you might turn it into a fucking buffet. Ooh. But it's not a buffet. No. It's very limited. Ooh. Extremely limited. Well, well, yeah. Like the the more expensive the restaurant, the smaller the portions, my guy. You what don't know kind that? of a logic is that? <laughs> like because fine dining is supposed to be served in courses. You know what? There should be a rule in restaurants where if it's like, you have to tell the person who greets you, we're on a date, so we should get, like, an automatic discount. If it's a date, it should automatically be, like, 50% off. So, what's a date? Because a date can be two friends, a date can be a family date. No, no, we're talking about, like, we both just met each other on Bumble or Tinder, and you gotta show them the receipts that Bumble we just Bumble discount? Met. Yeah, you need to give, they need to create the Bumble discount. 
where you show them the proof that you both met each other on here and you even have the text, you know, back and forth receipts and that's it. Like that should be enough proof right there. But that makes no business sense for the restaurant. It's not like they're partnered with Bumble and they're getting proceeds from every customer they get that are that are on the app. You know what I mean? Like that's just bad business. Listen, a lot of things I say doesn't make sense. All right. Facts. I just would love for that to happen <laughs> because that restaurant, in fact, even if I wanted to tell you, I can't because I don't remember the name. I okay. actually don't even remember the name. Fair All enough. I know is I paid an arm and a leg. In fact, how about I, let's just put it like this. It's like as if I went to McDonald's 40 times. Ooh. All right. Like th that's how expensive it was. 40 times, but no food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 it was bad. Like the date actually was great. Mm hmm. But it sucks. Like one, one, what I don't like about going on those dates is that you don't know what the future holds after that. I would love for there to be an actual rule, like a law that says you'll know by the end of the date if you're going to have another one after that. Like, just let me know. Is it a yes or a nah? Are we doing this again? Are we going to run up another $150 bill or not? Nah? Okay, but let me ask you this question. Have you ever had like second thoughts about a person, right? Like for example, let's say you had a really great date um, and then you thought that, you know, yeah, it's a no brainer. I'm going to see this girl again. But then you ponder back when you're done the, the date, you go back to your crib and you're just like, actually, nah, like, because, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty, and maybe you found some alarming things about the date or whatever the case may be, or something completely opposite where... You thought you had a bad date, but then you thought about it and you're like, you know what? Let me give her a second chance, right? Like, how are we to know exactly after that first date if there's going to be a second one? Like, you know, right off the top. I think those things are easier to happen. Like the, the chances of getting a second one is if you went on a date with someone who you already knew outside of like the apps, because those are all strangers, right? When you start off with those. But if it's a friend that you've known for a while and... You're like, hey, I like this girl like as a friend, but maybe I'll like her even more beyond just the friendship point. So let's let's try to go for a date. And I feel like those ones will help you secure a second date because the girl already knows you. She already knows your style. She's already comfortable around you. You went on a date with her and the date most likely is going to go well anyways, because what are the chances that you go on a bad date with someone that you already know? Do those happen? Absolutely, it can happen because you go, it's a, there's a weird transition where, you know, you guys are buds, you guys are homies, and then you change up the scenery and it's like, oh shit, like, yeah, we're homies, we're buds, but we're on a date? So am I going to act like I normally do because he's my friend or am I going to act like I normally do on a date? So it's like finding that line, it's like what what role am I going to play right now? So mm -hmm. yeah, it can definitely be complicated. I feel like I still didn't officially answer your question about... What's well, the worst date? Well, you talked about two. Um, they both were really expensive dates. One was... I guess um, the, the bad part about making it the worst was... The finances. It was, it was just the finances. That's it. <laughs> but for all of the other aspects that can make a date bad, I didn't experience them ever. I did not. Right. I didn't have a psychopath. Right. Or was very rude or anything like that. No, the girls were always nice. Okay. I can't really recall a time when a girl was the opposite of that. That's fine. But 
I don't like dry, boring, generic ass combos. Like it's too much. True. The last one where I paid an arm and a leg. It started where I was a little, I was worried. I was a little skeptical. I'm like, is it because we started talking, and I felt like it may go towards that route of being boring and and dry, but then suddenly something sparked it, and then boom, suddenly now we're we're both being comfortable around each other. So you had a good time. Yeah. You had a good time, but you didn't date her again. No, because my intuition is telling me, yeah, she liked it. She got a free meal out of it, a really expensive one. <laughs> And it ran its course for her Damn. after that one date. He's cool and all, but nah. But nah. My question is, okay, so you had you had fun on the date. So, like, what happened? Like, did you guys just stop talking? You know how sometimes uh, you might see somebody, you meet them randomly in the middle of nowhere, or you meet them somewhere, like, at an event somewhere, let's say. And then you guys start talking to each other. And you have a conversation and you're like, oh, okay, well, anyways, man, it was nice meeting you. All right? Right. You don't ever say, like, I'll catch you around the block or I'll see you again sometime. No, because you you don't expect to see them ever again. I think that's what she kind of, she saw that as. Okay, so when the date ended, right? So did you guys say, oh, like, it was fun. We should do this again. Or it was... No, no, that didn't happen. She said, thank you and all that good stuff. All the generic, you know, thank you, blah, blah, blah. I, I had a good time. Yeah. She even went as far as saying, text me when you get home. Okay. But that's where we, that's where she drew the line. After that, it was me. Because I, I I was ready for a second date. I was. Mm-hmm. I, I want to get to know you more. You had a good time. You want to yeah. see her again. Let's, 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 let's do this again. And let's just, you know, try to go up further. You know what I'm saying? But no, she wasn't about it. About it. She wasn't about it. But I did wait a few days just to keep it casual and be like, hey, what's up? What are your plans? And then she said that her plans got canceled. Mm-hmm. So then I thought, let me use this opportunity to try to like make up for her getting cho- uh, getting flopped by other pe- her her own friends. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't you make up for it by like let's hang out, let's do something you and I. And I didn't even get a response. And then that's where it ended. And then after that, that's when it was like officially over. Over. I was like, damn, bro. 1G over here, like George getting rejected. Hey, that happens. When does, when does that happen to me? Even the best people, even the best people get rejected. Nah, fam. Then I must be better than best because I don't get rejected. Haha. I'm too good for rejection. Wow. I'm I the Kembe Mutumbo your ass. You don't do that to me. I hit you with the block, not oh, you. Oh, oh, you hit them with the finger lag. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Like and NASA. Then, and then she decided to MJ me, and she's like, "I got you this time, motherfucker." And then she hit me with the wave, the finger wave. And like the shrug. Yeah. <laughs> then she hit me with fucking six threes by half, and then she walked away. That's right. Yeah, but I had to pay for that, literally. So she the goat then, she the goat. Yeah. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, again, for the 15th time, I have not experienced any horrendous dates beyond that. All right. Okay? Fair. Those are, those are the ones. But like, if anything, the only time things get really bad with me with, when it comes to like, you know, getting to know girls or dating them or whatever the whatever the case may be, is through this, the texting, because texting is very dangerous. I, I I think it's it's really dangerous texting girls, man. It really is because if you if a girl texts you and she's not showing interest anymore towards you, 
but you are, you feel one way, she feels differently about you, then you start like texting things that you're going to eventually regret, you're incriminating yourself by doing that because you might say the absolutely the worst, the like the worst things, the wrong things to this person and not, she has a proof now that you said that. It's it's funny that you say that because have you ever heard something um, called the negativity bias? No, but please tell me. Okay, so the negativity bias usually happens so so just by nature of human beings. Um, when things are vague, so on chats or texts, when things are vague, um, our mind just automatically perceives it as negative. So when someone is, you know, just sending really short and abrupt texts, um, you know, we don't know the circumstances as to why that person is sending you a short and abrupt text right there's so many contexts in play that we just don't know maybe this person was driving maybe they were working right or whatever the case may be but then when we get those responses then we come up with our own narratives right and it usually tends to go on the negative rather than the positive so mm -hmm. instead of giving them the benefit of the doubt you know what maybe she's just caught up Maybe she doesn't have the time to text right now. Maybe she'll call me later. Mm -hmm. But we just go, oh, shit. Okay, that's how you want to play me? You're going to send me short texts? All right, fuck it. I'm going to close you. You're done. Right? <laughs> I'm going to move to the next person. Right? Again, because we've just been conditioned to think negatively um, when we perceive things are that are vague or just, you know, they're not sending you paragraphs. Dr. Helena, ladies and gentlemen, she just described George in a freaking nutshell right there because that is really toxic to have that. What's the word called again, doctor? The negativity bias. I am extremely negatively biased. <laughs> and those biases usually come from our own like traumas as people, right? So whether it comes from past experiences with not just romantic relationships, but it usually starts with relationships with your family members, right? With your parents specifically. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that kind of manifests into how we um, proceed with our relationships, whether it's an official relationship or whether it's a situationship or whether it's a first date. Like we carry, we kind of carry that baggage in. So, um, you know, if everyone could afford it, I honestly think like every single person can benefit from therapy, like actually seeing a psychologist and just kind of even knowing again, like from the very beginning, like what your attachment style is as a person, like, right. Are you, you know, are you, are you, do you have like a secure attachment or do you have, you know, they have, they have four and four main attachments, but secure is like the healthiest one. Right. Um, wow. And I think the, and then once we know what attachment style we have then we can work with oh this is how like either um either i'm aggressive or i like to take a step back right mm -hmm. or if you're secure you're okay with like you're not confrontational but you're okay with like talking things through rather than again either being too aggressive or just taking a step back where you just avoid it altogether mm -hmm. right um, but anyway, that's a completely different point. Um, I don't even remember what my original point was, but yes, everyone can benefit from therapy so that we get to know who we are as people and have a deeper understanding as to why we think the, 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 the way we do, why we act the way we do, which is really, really important so that we can be cognizant of that and stop ourselves and mm -hmm. change. 
what you were saying though prior to all this deep dive what you just did right now was saying how there's a thing called negative bias i suffer from that a lot <laughs> i thought i got i was over that hump but it's still there i get myself in trouble doing that where i put this narrative in my head you know based on type of replies i get from specific type of people and then the the, the, the gemini effect kicks into me because half of me says I want to kill you verbally, verbally. Okay. Like I, one part of me wants to like just come at your neck and just be like, right. yo, like what the fuck? And then the other half of me is like, you know what, fuck it and just completely delete the whole goddamn chat and just walk away from it and just go do me and don't even think about it too much because if you do, you're just going to pace yourself in circles and you're going to like explode. Your mind's going to blow up and you don't want to do that because you're hurting yourself. True. And I don't want to do that to myself because... I do care about myself. And also, another thing that I truly believe in is like, you get what you put out there in the universe, right? So when you start thinking positively, so now that you know that there's a, there's a term called negative negativity bias, and you say you suffer from it, then now you're aware. So now you can start making changes. So when you're getting like short responses, try not to internalize it and, and, and automatically think that, oh, this person is no longer interested in me. Rather, you know, something that's, I don't know, maybe you can just give them a call or you can just ask them straight out, like, hey, what's going on? I'd like to see you. Um, you know, let's let's go for a coffee date or let's have a Zoom call, I mm -hmm. suppose, nowadays. So the whole premise of this whole show, this episode today, I just, re I just realized I called it the relationship topic, but we actually talked about dating as well. In fact, I feel like we talked more about dating uh, then we did relationships, right? Dating and relationships. Yeah. We talked more about me and I really want to get into your experiences with when it comes to bad dates uh, versus like your your best dates that you've had. Let's go back to the seven days in a row. I mean, sorry, the seven, the seven, seven day. Seven cuisines in a yeah, row. The seven, yeah, the, the seven uh, cuisine streak, okay? Uh, ultimately, did all of them turn out fine? Were they all good? Yeah, they were all like pretty decent first dates like there weren't there wasn't any of them that like stood out in a shitty way or in a negative way where it no. was like this guy is an asshole and i want him fired no you're fired yeah on some donald trump shit but yeah so okay so let's let's go let's start with the negative because we want to end things positively mm -hmm. do a rundown of your worst date the worst date Oh, fuck. She has to like crack her knuckles and stretch her back and <laughs> so, sip some tea or well, water, rather. So listen, people, I have a degree in criminology. So, you know, I I don't know. I just love I love crime or like not not crime. Sorry, let me rephrase that. So um, <laughs> criminology is basically like a history of crime and how it's manifested um, mm -hmm. from, you know, the olden days to now, um, you know, talking about law enforcement and, 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 you know, civil liberties and social justice, whatever the case may be. Anyhow, there was also a point there where um, I applied to, like, become a cop. That didn't work out. Point is, I do like working with people who are in conflict with the law because a lot of the times those folks are people of color who, you know, don't deserve to be getting that treatment and it's a system of institutionalized racism but that's on another topic case in point what's going on right now in america but yeah again exactly. a whole other conversation exactly yeah. but point is i do like um like i'm a social worker by profession so i like working with those kinds of people and when i was on i don't even remember i, I believe it was probably tinder um a few years ago probably like 
probably want to say like 2016 i was on tinder and i matched with someone and i thought he was cute gave him i gave him his i gave him my number and we started talking and you know he told me that he did he did some time and like you know me being like liberal and shit whatever the case may be i'm like that that's cool that doesn't bother me so what you serve some time i don't even remember what he served time for but it was something really minimal um he probably just i think he only went to jail for like a few months it wasn't like a whole year or anything Mm. but i'm like that's cool he was talking about you know reforming his life he's in a better place he wants to be doing good da 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 i'm like that's cool um and then um i don't even remember what happened so we just went out on a date we had some drinks and then he just there are a lot of red flags people like oh, like man. but even before the date um but i guess i was just so bored that i was just like fuck it let's just go so i i meet with him and it started okay um and then he strategically said okay let's meet at this restaurant because it was like a few blocks away from his crib and i was like okay that's cool i don't mind i don't mind traveling to where you are so so we had that date or whatever, and I was already getting like really creepy, creepy vibes from him. Like he had like the crazy eyes, I'm sure. Fellas, ladies, y'all know about those crazy eyes. Like when you know, you know. So this man had crazy eyes. Like they were bulging out of the socket every time he was speaking. And I just got, I got creeped out. I got creeped out. Um, and I think we had, and I think we had like a, not like a, not like a dispute, but we had a disagreement of some sort. Again, I think I was so traumatized by this that I just forgot a lot of it. So we had a little <laughs> disagreement and then he goes, really? You want to disagree with me right now? You want to disagree with someone who just been to jail right now? And then I was like, I'm going to go to the washroom. And then I went to the washroom. I called my girl. I was like, yo. And she, and then she was just like yo and then she was like you went on that date didn't you after i told you not to and i'm like of course i did so now i'm here he's crazy he just said something like yo are you really gonna argue with someone who's been to jail right now (laughs) um and she's like yo get the fuck out of there and i'm like all right all right i'm a dip right now so i come back and i try to make like an excuse or whatever and he was like and i and i basically said like you know like i had a lot of fun with you but i'm gonna go now um i don't think this is gonna work And then he goes, he was so apologetic. Oh, I'm so sorry, da-da-da-da-da, you know, I I was just so nervous, blah, 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 you're so pretty, I didn't mean it, la la Let's just go to my crib right now, it's just literally, like, down the block, we can chill, we can, like, watch a movie. And I'm like, no, thank you. Mm -hmm. And then, and then he goes, okay, well, can I at least walk you to, like, your bus stop? And I'm like, Sure, because where we met wasn't the best of neighborhoods. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so he walked me to the bus stop and he was just like, yo, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so embarrassed. I don't know what go. I don't know what went over me. Da 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 da. And he was just like, yo, text me when you get home. OK, I'm like, yeah, sure. And he's like, don't block my number. OK, I'm like, yeah, sure. Um, and then I w- and then the bus comes and he was just like, yo, let me just. Let me just like bus you home. Like let's just, let me just like let's just like drive. Um, let me just get on the bus with you and just like walk you all the way home. I'm like, not school. Like I'm I'm an adult. I can take care of myself. You don't need to get on the bus with me. 
and yo like he was about to step on there and i'm like no it's cool and i like gave him like a little shove and then thankfully the door closed and as soon as i got on the bus fam i blocked and deleted his number that was the worst that was the worst that i've ever been on because i felt unsafe (laughs) that's the most dangerous day you've probably been on well yeah it was the most dangerous worst it was just all of the yeah the combination it was a it was a deadly combination it was a lethal lethal combination and i was was worried that you're gonna say when the door closed he started running after the bus and he hopped on no 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 he he, he, he found his way he wasn't (laughs) that crazy but i remember there was like another because this isn't this is in toronto so it was sometimes um like there would be like a bus that would come right after and there was a bus that came right after and i'm like please don't get on there please yeah, don't and get he, on like, there yeah and he like starts like it ends up just chasing you via another bus bro it was did intense. you did you did you look at his ankle to see if there was like a monitor <laughs> was there nah, anything down there no nah, no nah, he was good but yeah that was that was definitely the that's worst sketchy as hell yeah bro. i'm stupid i was stupid well that's what happens when you watch too much criminal minds i was bro. young and stupid i'm older now more mature you watch way too much criminal minds and and, and like law and order yeah and shit like, like that. i guess i was on my mother teresa teresa shit like oh like you give know, him a chance give him a chance you can change him or whatever the case you're not changing be. nobody you, you, so you never saw him again i hope hell no you never even coincidentally cross paths with them ever anywhere in like Toronto's a big city you it doesn't matter how big it is you just never know you never know we you, never cross you paths. don't know you don't know no you don't know <laughs> that's the thing you just don't know but luckily for you four years later you you never seen him again no he never tried reaching you on socials or anything like no, that no because I would never I yeah, never yeah, gave yeah, him yeah. any of my handles so so you guys only exchanged numbers prior to physically meeting when you guys text it on the app and you're like yo give me your number and, and boom, i boom, deleted boom. and blocked that shit right when i got okay. on the bus you know what's funny with me is that because i expect to always have to go after the girl right like mm-hmm. generally that's how it works right like it's rare that you see but there's been cases where i've matched with a girl on the app and she initiates the uh, the phone number exchange right it's 2020 hindsight or the year it's the year oh it's 2020 what does that even mean meaning you don't it doesn't have to fall on the guy if the girl listen if the girl wants it and she's a boss ass bitch she's gonna go out and get it but does it need to wait for you but you know what though as positive as that sounds like oh wow girl is asking me for the number wow i didn't even have to do much work right But, but like i'll give you the example of one girl who did that and then she had to justify herself by saying listen i don't normally do this but can we just exchange numbers? Can we just move this over to text? Give me your number. Why do you have to explain yourself? Just fucking ask for it. I don't know. Maybe maybe the person was thinking like, oh, I don't want to freak him out by... Thinking that she's too easy? Too easy or too eager or too quick because, you know... Me, I prefer regular texting anyways because... It's just so easy. You see blue text if you're an iPhone person and if they have a piece of shit like an Android... Yeah, I said it. Hey. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Yeah, I'm a Android, hate. what's up? Yeah, yeah, something like that. It's because that's what I've been texting, you know, more frequently than anything else. Right. So, so that happened, but then the girls who did ask me for the for, for like the girl who would ask me for the number, it would end up leading to nothing. Mm-hmm. Case in point, the girl who got a free meal, she asked me for the number, and then she just dipped after after like that meal. Like I never heard from her. Well, I heard from her again, but I never saw her again. Mm-hmm. Because she didn't want anything out of that. 
yo, who knows? Maybe she'd have got more free meals after that. Why not? Maybe I could have got a free meal one day if she was cute, <laughs> if she was like uh, if she was generous enough. Right. So that was your worst date. Yes. You, you never dealt with any more criminals after that. No, I've had other bad dates too. But if we're talking about the worst date, that was definitely the worst date because I felt like yeah, yeah, you were like unsafe. Unsafe. I didn't know if he was packing. I didn't know if he had a knife on him. Who knows, right? I don't know. You know what? That is a really big deal when you say you're gonna disagree with a guy who did time, who was in jail. Yo, that was intense. What if you decided to match his energy or one one him up? I would never. I I love myself. I want to live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, okay. Okay. No, but you know when like somebody says some weird shit and then you return the energy and then they get freaked out by you being weird even though they're the ones who initiated it. But like someone who says weird shit, not not like threat wise, just say weird shit. You know those people who say really weird things yeah. that makes you like question, question? them. Yeah. <laughs> but instead of being like, "Okay, you're weird. Let me return the favor." But mm-hmm. then you freak them out. And then they're the ones who end up running away. Yeah. You've never done that before? No, I've never freaked anyone out. No? In that way. You always play too safe. You see, that's the thing. You're too safe, man. You're too safe, bro. That that was probably the only time where you didn't play it safe. But you don't want to play all your cards on the first date. You want to leave them wanting more. That's Mm. why you get your second date. Mystery vibes, huh? That's Mm. why you like The weekend a lot, or Division, rather. Love Division. Not The weekend. Yeah, the weekend's alright. It's no album site. But, but that, it wasn't really my but, but division is a whole other thing though, huh? Division has all, every project division has put out has always been fire. That did that also play a lot into your dating and relationship life, his music? At times. Yeah. Yeah. Do you only listen to him like post breakup or do you ever listen to him even when you're in No, I listen to Division all the time. Okay, check this out. You've never been married, correct? No. I haven't either, okay? But I'm going to tell you something. So I was reading about Nick Cannon. And he said after his marriage with Mariah Carey, after the divorce, he no longer wants to get married ever again. And then he said, like, I just want to be by myself forever. I don't want to be responsible for another person's happiness. Mm. Yo, that shit hit me. Not saying that you need to be responsible for... Uh, no, you need to find your own internal happiness for yourself. And you shouldn't depend on your significant other to be your source of happiness Facts. ever. And that goes for everyone in relationships as well. Like, there's nothing wrong with your significant other making you happy. But that shouldn't be your, like, primary source of happiness. You should find that within. So that... Um, you know, you can use that in a healthy relationship. It's like a, it's like a give and take. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so hard for me to even find. It's like when I go on these apps, I'm thinking like, this is all my city has to offer. It's on these apps. I I would love to go old school style and meet them outside of like, you know, digital and social media and cell phone and all that crap. Yeah. But where the fuck am I going to see them? And also that's not the way right now. Like these apps are designed to make it easier for us to meet people right look man i'm gonna tell you based off of my experiences of meeting all these girls i feel like the the percentage is really high of the amount of girls who don't even know what the fuck they want don't even matter their age they're very unsure like their status is unsure Mm -hmm. even if they write oh my my goal is to be in a relationship 
they still give you like unsure vibes or or like like that's what you get out of it, right? Fair, but if you go on like those paid dating websites cuz money goes into it, I'm sure those folks are much more serious. And, and they there's actually, like certain algorithms that they do to like pair you up. Like I don't know what the, I've never I've never done I've I've actually never done them and I didn't even know that money was involved with those. I thought all of them were free from the beginning. What are the uh, do's and don'ts we're going to do in the dating world? Like um, Do's and don'ts of dating? Yeah, like when you're not official with the person, but you're, you guys are courting, you're seeing each other. Mm-hmm. You think that like you might reach the third interview, which is before like the, the, final, the, final, yeah, the finalization. So what are the do's to start off? Honestly, there's only one do. Be yourself, be authentic, and be genuine. I don't... I honestly, like, yeah, you're doing that little gun to your mouth thing, but I honestly don't subscribe to these do's and don'ts. I just, for me, in any relationship that I enter, it's just about, okay, trying to be as genuine as possible. And I've been there when I was younger, you know, I had difficulties trying to broach that situation or or broach that conversation. But Mm -hmm. I feel like now we get to the point where there shouldn't be any more do's and don'ts. Like we're older now, right? Yeah, our mindsets are are totally different. It's a completely different game. Like if you're you're talking about like dating in, in, in your 20s, I feel like not that it's irrelevant for me, but like it no lo- it's it's no longer applies to me. So why should I be giving dating advice to people that in a different age bracket, different you. stage? Yeah, true, true. Yeah, that's actually a better way of putting it too. Like different stage, different mentality, different goals, and right, just different everything, right? As and like I think like dating um, trends or mannerisms or guidelines they change within the times. So like ten years ago versus now, like who knows what what is now deemed acceptable right. or what's That's true. not. Mm-hmm. All right, so that was pretty you know quick you know sweet and simple. So quick as very 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 like short and sweet reply. So be yourself. Okay, cool, excellent. Well, what about you? What are some of your do's and don'ts of dating? Don't be a psychopath. <laughs> okay. Don't be aggressive. Don't be negative, Nancy. Okay. Because showing a lot of signs of negativity, like often, gets draining for the other person. Mm-hmm. What are the don'ts? <laughs> you have more don'ts than do's? Yeah, don't. You say be yourself, but. You're not even being yourself right off the bat, though. When you when you have that first date with a person, you're treating it like an interview, like you said. Right, but that's still a version of myself. Like, for example, if I'm if I'm an, in an interview and I'm talking about my resume and my qualifications, that's still me. I went to university. I got these degrees. I have this work experience. Mm-hmm. I have these skills. That's still me. It's just a different version of what I would say on a first date. Right, like I'm fun, I'm cool, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm lighthearted, you I'm know. I'm good at bop it, you know. I'm yeah. good at bop it, y'all. Just be killing it. I just got a 95. Yeah. That was my score. So I, I think I disagree with you when you're saying you're not really being yourself. You are. It's just you're putting on a different hat. You know what? I, it's because me being me, like George G, right? Like me, that one guy being myself isn't the best thing, because when I'm, when I'm being myself. I'm always negative, aren't I? No. Oh shit, you're actually bigging me up now? <laughs> Are you actually bigging no, me up? No, you're not always negative. Actually, I would I would say that eccentric. I would say that 
you're normal with regards to your negativity and positivity it's probably half and half and that's Gemini like, vibes. Uh, Gemini vibes, whatever you want to call it, but it's just normal. Like sometimes we have our off days, sometimes we have our good days. I've been too negative for too long, and now the difference now is that I'm aware of it more than I've ever been. Mm-hmm. So I want to try to improve that. Yeah. To be better. It's still not there. It's still a work in progress, but it's it's a long time. It might even take my whole lifetime. I don't know. It should because growing. Right. is a lifelong process we always grow okay. whether 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 like you know if we're talking scientifically when our cells are regenerating we're a whole new person tomorrow right whether mm-hmm. it's a mentality thing relationship thing like we're always changing when i'm always alone all the time and i don't have much interaction with people it's like i start to like think a lot i start to doubt a lot i start to have like doubts about myself and like makes me feel like I'm a guy who just doesn't really fit in anymore. And then ev- and what what that also leads to, I find is that it takes away from like my spitting game around these females when it comes to like the dating world because it's like damn, I feel like there used to be a time where I was able to do this shit in my sleep. Mm. And now I'm at a point where it's like yo, what the fuck happened? Like I can't even talk to these girls no more, man. But your Not- tactics when you were a youngin, right? may not be the best approaches now that you're older. Mm. But I'm not like really using the same tactics either. I, I just don't know what it is. Maybe, again, times have changed. You know, things have changed. Technology, the social media, people's mindsets are different. Like people have literally changed their ways of living because of this bullshit, social mm-hmm. media, which is you fucked adapt. up, man. Well, well, it depends. You can look at it that way or you can look at it like adapting, survival. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been, aside from that one guy that you went on a date with who was a little crazy, have you ever been disrespected on a date before, uh, pri- uh, like aside from him? Like just being on their phone? Or they, they've said something disrespectful to you or that you felt offended. Or, yeah, like you can you can consider that as well. There was one time where, so I was already downtown Toronto, so it wasn't a huge deal. But um, I was talking with someone and we were supposed to like go out. We were supposed to like meet at like a Popeyes or some shit. <laughs> some, some really random. I don't Shout even out know. them and not KFC. Yeah. Right. So we were supposed to meet there at a specific time and it was eight. O- I think it was eight o'clock. This is a was, date or a friend? No, it was a date. Okay. Um, and I was calling him, blah, blah, blah. And like his phone, like it went straight to voicemail. Right. Mm. It went straight to voicemail and I'm like, okay, it's eight o'clock. He's not here. I'm texting him. I'm getting no replies when I call it to go straight to voicemail. So I'm like, okay, so I guess I'll wait like another 10, 15 minutes. And then that goes by. And I think I waited 15 minutes and I'm like, okay, screw it. I think I'm getting stood up. So then I started <laughs> to like make my way back home. Um, and then I think I get a call at like 845 saying, oh my God, I'm so sorry. My battery died. Da, 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 da. let's meet up right now um and i was still downtown so i was like okay i guess um and then we we met up and it was so awkward i just feel like he was just so nonchalant and um like just unapologetic that he was technically 45 minutes late for our date and he just didn't show me a good time like yo i'm like yo he knew that i was new to toronto and i was like yo like show me around and he was just being really lazy with it. And I'm like, yo, fuck. Yeah, so I'm just like, fuck it. Like, first of all, you're late. Second of all, you seem uninterested. So I'm just going to go. 
Yo. I'm pretty I'm pretty blunt with regards to like dates. I like to just cut to the chase because I don't want to waste their time. I don't want to waste my time. I love that you have that in you. Like a part of me would love for all women to say to be like that with me if ever let's say I do some bullshit like that to a girl. But then I also want to be I, I want to have like really thick fucking snake skin like nastiest like thickest skin of all time so that if she does ever get blunt with me that I could take it like a fucking man and not be a little bitch about it and be like the fuck you mean you want to leave me but who the fuck do you think you are to leave me just try not to internalize it so much you know because I feel like um, you just gotta let that shit like like just just go yeah let it go you know what man sorry not man but you know what Woman. It's it's just a matter of like there's this thing that I think I feel like it's easier said than done. You know where uh, you've you probably heard this before where someone's told you if it doesn't matter in five years, why should it matter in like the next five minutes? This is true. And also you have to keep in mind that this person that's rejecting you, they don't really know you. So it's not like they're rejecting you for your core being. They're just rejecting you off of the information they have of you, which is, you know, just skewed, first of all. Uh, and they're just making their assumptions off of, again, the very limited information they have of you, whether it's your looks, whether it's your bio, whether it's the limited conversation you have with them. So mm -hmm. don't take offense too much of that because they're not rejecting you as a person to your core. No, they don't know me. Exactly. You're right. So I shouldn't get I shouldn't take that personally. You're absolutely right. Another round of applause. Ultimately, that leads me to wanting to apologize to all the women who have ever offended, who have ever roasted or shitted on, snapped on. George Apology Tour. Yeah, this is going to be a long-ass tour. Like, this might be, like, the Up in Smoke Tour. Like, So, to you and to, you know, plethora of you, I'm sorry. Yeah. Je m'excuse. Je m'excuse. Lo siento. Si. How do you say it in your language? Um, shit. Uh, shit. No, no, no. Uh, um... <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Oh my god, how do you say I'm sorry? It's cool. You don't even have to say because honestly, I don't say it a lot in my language. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Yeah, I'm never wrong. That's why. Because she's perfect. Because she's a Gemini, just like myself. You know oh, I mean? patawad, patawad. Potato salad. Patawad. Oh, that almost sounded Arabic, by the way. Believe it or patawad not. Patawad or uh, patawarin muako. You want potatoes in Morocco? Patawarin muako. Put the wad in the mamawa. Wow. <laughs> you know what? You know what? This is just me being a dick. You see, if I could have this type of convo back and forth with me and my friend Helena, to all you females who are listening right now, whether you might be a potential prospect Ooh. or or you're just uh, an acquaintance or a friend, another female friend of mine, a platonic friend, whatever the case may be, just know that I'm a nice guy, bruh. I might be the nicest guy, but don't take my kind my don't Your take kindness. don't take my niceness and kindness for a weakness. weakness. Okay? Don't do that. Because I got some really heavy boots and I will stomp on your ass. <laughs> so don't do it. And I think we should end the podcast by him saying. And with that, that being said, <laughs> I wanna thank my very special guest Helena. This actually might be the longest episode I've ever had, and I've had multiple episodes with George and you just you beat my record in Bop It and you beat my part-time record have fun editing this oh yeah well have fun listening to it <laughs> alright well thank you guys very much for tuning in it's, it feels great to be back and uh, yeah I'm out peace peace